Welcome back to Homo in Training. I'm Jade. Hi, I'm Leslie. And we're podcast variety show that fucking talks every week about bullshit and insightful stuff. And this week we have a part two to someone that we're indescribably in love with. I yeah. we can't. Honestly, when I wrote the description of the last episode, I was like, how many adjectives can I add here? Like, how many more? Show-stopping, show incredible, magnificent. Yeah, you know, this is someone that, and it's funny because, no, and this is actually funny. You know how people say it's funny. No, this is yeah. actually funny because we do literally say with our last features that it's been our favorite combo. But this has been our favorite combo. And you know what? I was showering and I was thinking, it's okay to have multiple favorite combos. Sure. Like this was a really good conversation. Um, as you have all hopefully listened to part one, super educative, um, super filled with lots of good info. And part two is no different. Yeah. The first part was all talking about the infamous lost audio of our first episode and what we learned. But this one... I get very personal about my own insecurities about losing weight and being desired by men. And we also talk about how people kind of say that if you're fat, you're unhealthy. Right. Like just period, mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily true. But a lot of people say like, no, that, that that's bullshit. Like mm -hmm. more weight leads to hypertension and blah, 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 blah. And then your heart and then you die. Right. I mean. But some people are just big. And no, it's true. I mean, look at Lizzo. Dude, Liz Lizzo. dude, Lizzo's are like being vegan, doing all these shit. And vegan's supposed to be healthy, quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes. And yet people always come for her for her body. And she's like, bitch, I'm actually probably healthier than you. Yeah, this bitch can sing, dance, flute, play the flute. Twerk. Bitch. Bitch. I lose my breath going up the stairs. Bitch, I can I can barely get up in the morning. So I just I, I think that this conversation is very needed, especially with just the new year kind of rolling in. Um, we were very intentional about releasing this episode at the beginning of the new year because we do know that a lot of folks like to, you know, jump on the bandwagon with resolutions mm -hmm. and jump on the bandwagon of being very harsh on themselves for the holidays and if they gained lost weight and just all the treats. And then let me just tell you, America is a super consumerism capitalistic that, you know what, Valentine's is next, bitch. We got cookies, chocolates, out the wahoo. And then you know what? Then it's St. Patrick's Day, bitch. We got beer coming around every every month or something. So you're never just going to – you're never going to catch a break. And so we really do hope that you guys are able to take the, the, the wisdom and the knowledge that Lauren is giving out freely and really just – do something with it if you feel like this resonates with you. For sure. And she read us to filth last episode. And trust me, this one is no different. So let's Same. just let's Same just too. get into it. Bye. You know, for so many of us, the reason that we chase whatever body we've been chasing forever is because we think our life is going to be great and perfect when we're there, right? Boy. And it's like, oh no, in reality, you're like you said, you're going to have good and bad days no matter what. So how do you actually, like, what do you want your actual relationship with yourself mm. to yeah. look like? Yeah. You know, Lauren, um, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there has been something that's been weighing on me that, you know, when last time we talked, you said it and it kind of triggered something in me. You know, you were talking about like, we think that when we, we reach that goal that everything will be complete right mm -hmm. and then leslie mentioned how now that she's practicing intuitive eating she's noticed weight gain and it's affecting you know just like looking at yourself and how you feel about yourself i have gained a lot of weight over covid mm -hmm. and i hate myself i hate the way i look i hate everything mm -hmm. because i've never been this big and i've never really 
reckoned with this body that I've had, maybe because it happened so fast. Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe because I've been chasing being skinny for so long. But I remember just my happiest when I was skinny. Mm -hmm. I just remember being so free. So just like not a care. I didn't care what people thought. I still don't care what people think about me. But like walking in a room and not even questioning how my clothes fit. Not even questioning what I look like in the mirror. Like not avoiding a mirror. Like Mm -hmm. I just remember feeling just like 100% just so great and even like you know me and leslie when we went to uh coachella i was so skinny and i was so happy like i just remember being like yeah this is great this is so much fun and i i don't know i just like i it's hard for me to reckon gain weight because all i can think about is losing it and yeah. part of me also, not part of me, a majority of why I want to lose weight is to be desirable. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be desired by men. I've never been desired by men. And I would just love for anyone to look at me in a lustful way. Like, I don't know if that sounds like fucked up. but It's like, not fucked up at all. At, oh my gosh, I have so much to say. Well, please. No, I, I was just, I was, that's what I was just saying is that like, I can't see my future not being thinner. I can't see myself accepting my body for the change. And part of me doesn't want to. I just, I've, I am just like afraid of like being alone, not being mm-hmm. loved. And like, I know there are people that love me for my body. Like, bitch, I've been out there dating. You know, <laughs> I met them. But also like I myself don't feel good when I'm with someone who looks better than me and then we're out in public and I'm like, well, damn, I'm the fat bitch and they're just hanging out. Like, (laughs) I don't know. And like, you know, I, I, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, I just feel like I won't find a man if I'm not skinny and I want men to want me. And I don't know how to reckon that because big bodies are not really accepted. And even in work and at life, like, I would succeed a lot better if I was thinner. And that's just a fact like that, you know, people who look attractive get by in life a lot easier than people who don't look attractive. Yeah. So I don't know, like that was like too much of a trauma dump, but I remember (laughs) you said that you work with women because of that. And I was just thinking like, bitch, like that's me. That's the only reason I want to lose weight. I don't want to lose weight for myself. I want to lose weight to be attractive to other people. That's, Mm -hmm. Really, the only reason, that's the only reason I do anything, to be honest. <laughs> like, I'm like, so I find it interesting that you said, like, you have never been desired by men um, because you've been skinnier before, right? He's such a <laughs> Yeah. Like, didn't yeah. just say that to me? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just, kind of I, I also, I mean, let me just say, like, everything you shared is very real and very fucking hard. And yeah. it's why it matters that we talk about this and talk about this literal systems that are put in place to make sure that conventionally attractive, thin white people succeed and other people don't. Yeah. Like, all of that's true. But, like, when it comes down to it, you're pointing out yourself, like, do you want to live your life for other people or what you assume other people think? Or do you want to decide, like, I'm going to learn how to be in my body? Now, this is something really important for anyone who still feels like in a very negative space around their body. Honestly, you don't have to accept your body right now. 
Like you don't. But what I always tell people to start doing with themselves is like in that moment where you're having those thoughts of like, I hate how I look, start just being like, but it is my body. You know, like literally just start there. It's not, you're not going to jump from years and years and years of hating your body and believing that you're only valuable if you're thin, like, and now you're in a bigger body. You're not going to jump right into, I love myself and everything's perfect and fine. Like, no, you're going to have to probably sit with a lot of those hard feelings that you have. You're going to have to get to the bottom of why you think that someone would only love you if you were thinner. And then even past that, you need to ask, do you want to be with a human being who is like that? Because you know that, like you said, you know the people who don't give a fuck about that are out there. And like, this is something I talk to my clients about too. It's like, so then you're with that person who doesn't give a fuck what you look like and you're the one sitting there thinking about it. And like, what energy does that bring to your relationship? You know, like imagine feeling like you are it. Okay, so I have a a client who, when we started working together, she was like, I'm worried because I'm in a bigger body and I think my husband will leave me. We used to work out together four months, five months into working with me. She hops on a call and she's like, well, thinking I'm going to have to have a conversation with my husband because I know that this is my body and this is where it's going to be. And if he can't accept it, then I guess we'll have to get a divorce. Like she literally fucking popped on and said that. The way her husband viewed her hadn't actually changed, you know, she wasn't actually going to need to divorce him. He didn't like, he loved her because Mm -hmm. that was like a real genuine relationship. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, what does it mean to be attractive to like, what kind of person is attractive to you and what kind of person, like if you're looking for a partner and I don't know if you're looking for like a long-term partner or not right now, but like, do you want to spend your life with somebody who would leave you if you gained weight? Like that's at the root of what we're talking about here. Yeah, I guess I just want to trap them before before <laughs> things get bad. Is what I was thinking. No, I mean, and I know there's a, it's a lot to unpack. Obviously, like right, I need to go fucking get my shit. <laughs> but I mostly wanted to share it because I do think that a lot of people think like that. I don't think just women do. And I think I'm, yeah, and, right. And I'm I'm speaking everybody. From a, yeah, mm-hmm. but specifically, I'm speaking from like a gay male perspective, mm-hmm. which. I've, you just like, I don't know, there is just so much online when it comes to like gay humor or gay anything about Mm -hmm. just weight and finding a partner and getting healthy to find a partner and, or having a partner in general. I mean, look up any fucking gay movie that's been made. It's all about finding some random partner. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's all that my life has revolved around is finding a partner. And I'm at a point right now where I'm not looking for anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm like actively not looking for anybody because of all of these things that I'm dealing with. So I want to work on myself. Like I have zero desire to include another person in my journey right now because I know that they're going to come with baggage mm-hmm. and I can barely handle mine. So I rather just kind of keep those two separate until something naturally happens or I'm ready to start looking um, yeah. and I always feel like those messages of love your body, just look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself how much you love you. Like it'll change your life. Like it's I just, I can't. So I can't unhelpful, dude. So unhelpful. It is. Yeah, it is for sure. Because like, that's just so unrealistic. It's just like that. Di- it's just like diet culture. It's like, if you eat this way, you will be skinny and everyone will love you. Mm-hmm. So it's the same. If you walk and look in the mirror and tell yourself, you love yourself, you'll love yourself. No, (laughs) 
yeah. you probably won't because it's, yeah. And so that's why I say like everyone I work with, I'm like, we're not even aiming for body positivity. Like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Don't think about that. What I want you to think about is what it would feel like to just at least neutralize the thoughts and just be like, okay, well, I cannot like it, but this is my body that I'm in right now. And I am going to choose to, instead of in this moment, spiral about my body, I'm going to go put on comfy clothes and watch Netflix. Or, you know, I'm going to choose that I don't care what size I am. I at least want to take care of myself. You know, I mean, yeah, not I don't care what size, but like, I can feel that way, but it doesn't mean I'm going to deprive myself of what I need. And I'm going to work through this kind of thing. You know what I mean? No, I do. I literally know exactly what you mean. Like, even like I like have bought a whole manicure set and like I've been like waiting for my nails to grow out to do my nails. And I'm just like, well, maybe I can just wait until I lose a little bit of weight and I can do everything together. I'm like, I want to have nice nails now. Like, why not just take care of myself? Why does it have to be like when I'm at a certain point, I can start pampering myself and I I don't know I've been working a lot through that too and I feel like just this body positivity movement is just so annoying to me because of like yes I think that you know bigger people should definitely love themselves and stuff but I for me like I wasn't born this way so when I see myself in a way that I can't recognize myself it's hard to accept where you are when you've fluctuated, like, dude, I'm like Oprah. Like I have fluctuated so much that like this body that I have now isn't natural to me. So it's hard for me to, you know, change the mindset of, of, of looking in the mirror and be like, you're beautiful when it's like, okay, but you don't feel like that. Yeah. And like, that's how are you supposed to trust yourself if you're like trying to convince yourself of things you don't feel? You know, so it it is really important to do that. And I think, you know, the unlearning of those like beliefs that we have just decided, like those automatic thoughts that we've learned from culture, that takes a long time. And it, it definitely does. It's very valid to need to sit with it and take time. And like, I always tell my clients, eating falls into place really quickly because you literally can feel the difference between being energized and starving all the time. Um, but like body image is going to take time, especially if you're someone who in the process of base, you know, recovery gains weight. Cause the, yeah, you may not recognize your body. And like, one thing yeah. I would want to say to you is just, you know, wh- how old are you? Like, Oh, whoa. <laughs> I mean, if you feel no, comfortable no. sharing, <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, we're still relatively young and you have shared, you know, that you have, you do have a pretty strong history with eating disorders and disordered eating. And like, this is something important for everybody to know is that affects the, what happens to your body and, and the person that you become along with things that are much more in control of it, like your genetics or your like, again, access to health supporting (laughs) activities or resources or healthcare, whatever it is like, stress levels, all of these things affect us and affect our health and affect. So, yeah, I mean, one thing that's really hard because in that story you shared too, like feeling like the weight gain happened so quickly that it was hard to recognize yourself, like feeling like it's not your body. Like it really, I have clients who feel this way as well. And it's just like, I have learned, it's not something I recognized before, but like, I have learned that that's something that keeps you disconnected from your body. And in many ways keeps you disconnected from being able to heal. Cause you're like, it's not my body, <laughs> but 
but, yeah. but like that's, and that's why I think it's so important to just start with, this is my body, you know? Lauren, if I could cry, I would. Um, <laughs> but I, like, like a famous poet once said, I ain't got no more tears left to cry. <laughs> Um, Lauren, um, I mean, I think everything that you're saying is great. I mean, it's it's really making me take a hard look in the mirror. <laughs> look in the mirror. And it's not pretty, girl. I'll get you. Um, <laughs> so the one thing that I want to end with is, the for me, a big question that I really, I was happy that we discussed last episode um, that mysteriously disappeared was the culture of being bigger equates to not being healthy. Mm-hmm. I did see a TikTok, which I will play for you all, um, because I do want to get your input on this because it's a guy who's like a doctor. I don't know what kind of doctor he is. Um, I'll look it up right now, but he does these like fact checks, whatever. And he stitches a girl who kind of talks like you pretty much saying like no diet, no, no, no diet's the best diet, whatever. And then he goes into this whole like conversation about, you know, how weight loss is contributed to being healthy and he cites some studies whatever i know but i will say that this guy honestly i don't even have to play it for me but no well no because the reason i want to is because this guy has i have never like i am very good about discerning those type of people like trust Mm -hmm. me i am very very like my for you page is catered honey like it is to a t like i bitch i'm out here disliking blocking like making sure that tiktok knows who the fuck i want to listen to so the fact that he said this really like kind of just like triggered me because i was like damn i really thought i could trust what you were saying and now that you're saying this i'm kind of like well no so i'm assuming that there are more people that think like that um but i promise it's not like an andrew tate type of stupid ranting i think it's great so everyone can hear it hear it and then hear my response to it so yeah i would love to so here here is the tiktok losing weight for your health is not fat phobic and if you think otherwise you are fucking delusional is losing weight for your health fat phobic losing weight in and of itself does nothing for your health if i were to tell someone to improve their health i would tell them three things i would tell them to exercise more to eat more nutritiously and to lower their stress levels and yeah, a combination of those three things, or even one of those things, or two of those things, can cause weight loss. But the weight loss is a byproduct of those things. It's like a side effect. This is simply incorrect. I'm school. She does make a good point that many health-emoting behaviors, such as eating more nutrient-dense food, increasing the amount of exercise you do, and working on your mental health, can all improve your health and indirectly lead to weight loss. As shown in these studies, where physical activity improves cardiometabolic health independent of weight loss. But it is simply false to say weight loss does nothing in and of itself. For example, we know keto diets are low in fiber and grains with beneficial phytochemicals and high in saturated fat and cholesterol. Basically, all things that credible health professionals don't advise doing for your health. However, this meta-analysis of 14 studies found the keto diet improves glycemic and lipid markers in people with type 2 diabetes because of the weight loss it induces. The actual benefits of losing excess adipose tissue still exist beyond those lifestyle changes. As shown in this review of over 500 studies, Using Mendelian randomization found obesity to be causal in stroke, heart disease, and pulmonary embolisms. So yes, making positive lifestyle change should be the focus, but losing the actual fat tissue also improves your health. Class dismissed. So that was, and and listen, I, I'm not, trust me, girl, I am in no way swayed by a beautiful face, but this guy's <laughs> um, But can you 
Because that stitch, dude, everything that that girl said, I was like 100%. She's literally like, spot on. That's why. I was like, that's what yeah. Lauren said. I was like, yes. And I was like, I bet he's going to agree. He's going to be like this. And then no, he was like completely like, no, bitch, like you're wrong. So uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. First reaction. Like I said, I would love to see that study where there's some sort of causal, like, Every, every fucking study on weight and weight loss as this health improving thing shows correlation, not causation. I have literally never heard of one that shows causation that like your weight, that weight is the causation. So like, this is really like, there's so many layers to it, honestly, because like we have to look at, again, the root of where all of this research comes from. We're basing this off of BMI, which is fucking bullshit, which created by a eugenicist, Also in like the 80s or 90s, they kind of just like randomly insurance companies lobbied them to lower the numbers of a healthy range so that they could make more money off of us. So it's just, you know, like that's even at the base of it. And then he talks about, I I love him saying like, oh, well, the keto diet, look what it does. It changes like glycemic blockers in type 2 diabetes patients. How is that relevant to anyone in general? Not to mention, again, <laughs> with all of these, I would love to dive in and actually read what the actual paper says and yeah. and what it's actually showing and what all they kept track of. And even more importantly, how long any of these studies were. Because another huge problem with weight loss research is that, one, never disclose how many people fall out of the study because they couldn't stick to the diet. They couldn't stick to the restrictive like weight loss plan mm. in the first place. They don't. They don't disclose that. They don't talk about that. A lot of them don't. Um, also, they're doing studies that are like six weeks long, two months long, six months long, even a year. Most people gain weight back. Like this is, we also have the this other research that needs to be considered when we're listening to things like this, that again, even if we want to be super fucking lenient with it, like if your diet 80% of the time is leading to you regaining that much weight and more, how are you getting the benefit of whatever this supposed, like whatever this six week study that says weight loss is healthy is saying when we are trying to make decisions around our health so that we're healthy for our whole life. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's all these weight loss studies promoting these benefits of weight loss that have no follow-up that are only like a few months long. Like that's just unrealistic. That's not actually any data that's helpful for someone trying to make long-term decisions about their health. So those are just my um, initial reactions. I would say, yeah, get used to hearing this shit because it's going to be everywhere. There's for still sure. so many people in healthcare, doctors, dietitians. You know, that's why I bring up like there's a super high rate of eating disorders in the field of dietetics because the like nutrition professionals are so sucked into it. So um, yeah, that's kind of just my initial reaction to it. Thank you for saying that. I um, I, I, there was another video that he followed up with, and that pretty much what he said was kind of what you said was that like the study doesn't directly say that the weight loss contributed to this, but you can Im- that the point of studies in- is like is meant to infer. Like they give you information, and as a scientist or as a doctor, you're meant to infer what the study is is saying. That so he kind of said that was that like yeah this doesn't necessarily say that but also like 
it happened and then this happened. So why wouldn't they be connected? But that's I will say I didn't follow him. I don't follow him anymore because I don't think that that type of um, advice is very good, especially because he's very good looking. He works out mm-hmm. all this stuff that I don't think it's I don't also don't want to listen to someone that looks like that because you're definitely going to have a very different opinion than I do. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to bring that to your attention because literally like a few days after we had our thing, we had that. So I was <laughs> yeah. like so shook and I'm like, well, I guess TikTok really is listening to me. <laughs> I put, don't share it. Don't share Don't listen to my thing. And it's still listening. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So how do you talk to people, you know, to wrap, wrap, wrap it up? How do you talk to people that, you know, say that, you know, people are going to gain weight and that's not healthy. How do you, kind of counter that type of mindset when we're talking about being more healthy because yes being healthy does equate to being smaller but how do you explain that to people that are maybe listening and saying like yeah but being obese is bad it causes heart disease again it comes down to what is obesity like who's what's the definition of that like where did any of that come from (laughs) we need to talk about and think about that here's how i would frame it and my thing is if you diet If you lose weight, it's sustainable for you. Great. That's just not the reality for the vast majority of people. So you're afraid to heal your relationship with food because you might gain weight. What's the alternative? When you're thinking about your long-term health, what happens if you continue to try to lose weight? Maybe you'll lose weight one more time. Then you'll gain it all back and more. Then you'll lose a little more weight, but then you won't stick to that one even as long or you'll gain the weight back. And you know what's harmful on your body? Going through huge swings in your weight, like Mm -hmm. way more important than like the actual weight. And when you look at research, you can see that people who never dieted and like just have a generally healthy relationship with food that's not obsessive, that doesn't cause binge eating or that doesn't go through huge periods of restriction and weight loss, like those people have tend to have better health outcomes than people who have dieted. And so it's no matter the size of their body. So I think the question for someone is, do you actually really care about being healthy in the real world sense of it? Or do you want to be healthy in this diet culture sense because your appearance is still what's most important to you? And that's not an easy question to answer. You know, that's not an easy thing to sit with. And I, I can tell when someone's ready to work with me and when they're not, and that's just fine. It's why it took me how many years before I could finally fully commit. And that's why I wanted to say that earlier. Like even me, with all of the knowledge and the understanding of the research, literally a nutrition professional, I saw this evidence and I was like, I don't know yet, you know? <laughs> so it's okay to feel that way. But I think the question you got to start asking yourself is what is most important to me at the end of the day? And For me, I work with women who are 20 or I think 22 or 23 was my youngest client. I have clients in their 60s. Like how much of your life do you want to spend in this cycle? That is so scary, Lauren. (laughs) But it's the truth, you know? It's scary, but it's fucking true. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's um, the actual, this is the thing. That's the actual options. And we all live because of diet culture, because diet culture has put so much intentional effort to make money off of us into saying, no, please try and lose weight again. Give us a little more money for this plan. Knowing you're going to fail it and you're going to have to keep paying them. Like, 
One of my clients just told me Weight Watchers is offering a deal where you can, if you sign up for a lifetime membership, you can pay only $10 a month or some shit like that. You know why they know they can sell a lifetime membership? Because that shit doesn't work and it does not improve your health and that's not what it's about. So it is, it is like, that's the thing is you got to sit with and decide. And when women start working with me, they're just like, I just don't fucking care how much I weigh. I'm just so tired of feeling like shit all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. and they're willing to set aside. And that's the thing I ask people, like, ultimately it's your body and you can do whatever you want with it. If we work together, you feel like you feel your relationship with food and then you still want to lose weight. Go do you. (laughs) I'm not going to help you do it, but like, but for most people, yeah, it's, it's much more worth in day-to-day life, like being able to feel comfortable and not binge and not be starving and not just fucking hate yourself than it is to continue this cycle of chasing something you've never actually achieved before anyways. Not in a sustainable way because how do you end up where you're (sighs) feeling now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She's done it again. (laughs) She doesn't stop. She doesn't stop. I want to be on your podcast all the time. I, Lauren, I don't think you were you just understand. like hyping me the fuck up. I was like, if Lauren says one more word, I'm going to lose. My no, Lauren, you know what? Thank you so, so, so much. We really do want to be mindful of your time because folks, we have a, a, a zone time difference, but you know, I, I do want you to let the folks know out there um, if they'd want to work with you, if they even want to check out the very cool and free, free material mm-hmm. that you also post, so much. you have a very cool podcast. I mean, she's really doing the Lord's work. Um, and God is a woman. And so <laughs> of course she is, um, how they can find you, um, what it looks like to even work with you. Um, give them all the details. Yeah. So you can find me online where I am always at. I'm on Instagram and TikTok and my handle is dietitian, which is spelled D-I-E-T-I-T-I-A-N, not with a C. (laughs) Um, Dietitian period Lauren Boleen. And then my website is nutritionwithlauren.com. So you can find me there. As far as working with me, I fucking love my community that I work with, I do um, kind of group coaching, but it's very individualized. So if someone's interested in working with me, they can schedule a discovery call. Like I said, I know when somebody is ready to work with me and when they when they're not or when it feels like the right time. And so I'm very much just there to answer questions and help you figure out if this is the right move for you or not. So we kind of take time to do that. And then from there, you would join the community. I actually switched. I used to do one-on-one. I actually switched into this more like group community format this year and just have heard such good things from my clients that it's like a game changer basically to be able to come on a call once a week and be surrounded by other people who are going through this work and who are challenging diet culture and having to go out and be confronted with it all the time to have kind of like a a space to go be with other people who are just in the same mindset is, is invaluable to that journey. So, um, yeah, it's like, you know, online course, group coaching, the community is really strong and just really fucking badass women in there. So Mm -hmm. definitely if you're interested, I'd love to schedule that call. Other than that, definitely check out the podcast. It's the empowered eating podcast and it's on all the big platforms. And then, I do actually have um, 
an email list. And so if you can find me on social media or wherever and get on that. Um, but I'm sharing like a ton of info there. I'm kind of trying to transition off of Instagram a little bit because social media is driving me fucking insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's lots of ways to connect with me and get that all the free info. I also have like if you go to my Instagram or my website, I have literally an hour long free training where I'll help you set weight neutral goals around your health so that you can kind of start to learn more about what diet culture is, what dieting does to our health and how to really move forward in a way that's focused, like I said, on actually doing things to improve your health instead of just being stuck chasing some irrelevant number on the scale. So yeah, there's lots of resources and so many <laughs> more than I can go into here. But yeah, if you connect with me on one of those platforms or wherever, um, I'm, I fucking love helping people with this. I don't care if you pay me or not. My goal with my business is to just like help as many people as possible. So I've got all sorts of resources for that. Wow. Amazing. And then a question on, do you work with just people, um, in Kansas, like central, or are you working with like, I mean, it's your, your, your services are open to just anyone wanting. Yep. I've worked with people all over the country. So she's global guys. She's fucking not yet, but but we're getting there. Yeah, she is nation nationwide. Nationwide. Very nationwide. <laughs> and she's on um, your side. Well, um, no, I'm manif- I'm manifesting it for her. Um, you have to speak it out so that it you know exactly yeah. becomes a thing. Exactly. Lauren, I want to say that we will definitely have you on again. I know we say I that to that. every to everybody that we have, but we need to have with this one. We need it. All you other bitches be no, lying. We need to have. There is so much more I want to ask. Like you don't understand, Lauren. I'm literally like burning. Oh no, I do understand. Stage, like. I remember. <laughs> I was like, I know, bitch. It's really fucking exciting to realize like you don't have to keep doing something that isn't working. <laughs> it, it really is, and I I want to say from the bottom of my heart, like 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 bible like you are literally so amazing and i very much value what you do what you say because i don't think i've emphasized enough and if i have then good for me but i don't think i've emphasized how much our last conversation has changed me completely like i am not the same person anymore. I approach Damn, food so differently and I want to cry, but thank you so much. I just love it. Thank I you for saying that. I'm like, wow, that's just what a great way to end this because <laughs> I just am so thankful that your life has changed like that because it literally is going to lead to you having so much more power and just like energy and abundance in your life to not be obsessed with this stuff anymore so that's really awesome to hear thank you so much for sharing that yeah we are both so so grateful that you made time i know you're a busy woman busy business woman yeah. by the way. um and so i'm just so thankful that you had the time to hop on and chat with us again um i know that our listeners will definitely appreciate it we have truly appreciate it and we really want to thank you for all the very cool and healing work that you're doing um i'm really really proud to know someone like yourself doing very incredible work so thank you so much yeah thank you guys all right, all right guys. bye bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>